So, greetings people. <clears throat> How are y'all doing today? I'm on my way to get coffee. Mostly for the walk. Less so for the coffee, more for the walk. One second. You know, I'm noticing there's a couple things that I'm noticing in day-to-day -day reality. It's a a two-world split. One world involves I must feel safe from this invisible enemy out there in the world, AKA this virus, which is constantly mutating. Actually, I had an interesting conversation with somebody yesterday. Firsted, I wouldn't say it lends to conspiracy theories, but they told me without me prompting them that something's up with this COVID-19 shit. And I'm like, aha. Uh -huh. Now, I didn't want to use it too much as an entrance to just go off. <laughs> but they expressed that the global shutdown because they were trapped somewhere actually well they would have been trapped they were in the Caribbean and they were like one day away from not being able to come back. And so anyway, they come back, they do the isolation and so on. Now, all these months later, they're telling me something about this shit is off. <laughs> I'm like, you think? <laughs> you know? You think? You think something's off? I learned a lot about what they believe and don't believe in a 30-minute conversation over coffee. I was like, shit, I didn't know you believe that. But I guess the conversations never go that way in the four years that I've known them. So, well, because you want to be careful what you say to people. You don't want to come off as crazy. Ironically, they were telling me that they didn't want to come off as crazy to me, so they wouldn't say certain things. And I'm like, damn. In the view of the masses, we're both fucking crazy. 
But anyway, they don't necessarily buy the whole story. Most people don't. And one of the easiest explanations is that according to them, they were searching for something. CVIT related. And they couldn't find shit for pages. They're not pages anymore. Now you just press more results, more results. But they couldn't find anything. And they found it peculiar because usually you find all kinds of stuff. And so it signaled to them that information was being repressed. And I said, yeah, that's what Google does. <laughs> well, that's what Google does now. Maybe four years ago, three years ago, it wasn't like that. They definitely do it now. So I suggested the browsers that I use. I suggested my own theories of what's happening. And I suggested that because you see this thing was a whole play of okay, buy into this massive, massive Google story of an illness, a pandemic, which is true. People getting sick. But buy into this story that millions and millions of people will die. But then sit at home. <laughs> and in the sitting at home, you have people on their phones and on the tablets and on the computers. So what are they going to do naturally? Look into things. When you look into things and question things, you ask one question, you ask two questions, you ask three questions, next thing you know, you're like, what the fuck? This shit don't make sense. And that is what happened. So, whoever the ominous they are, I'm not gonna get into the they. I've said it, but I'm not gonna get into it today. The they who want us to buy into this story wholeheartedly. Kind of over played their hand a bit. They also assume people are dumb. That's what I don't get. How stupid do you think people are? And if you take away the entertainment part of it, see, all the other things that have happened since, say, 9-11, people were distracted with sports and bullshit. You don't have that now. All you have is the reality in front of you. The psyop that we're living in. 
and the ability to make sense of the psyop. So how are people making sense of the psyop? Well, many of them aren't. Many of them aren't in the sense that they aren't able to make sense of all this fucking conflicting information. Between the daily briefings, between the news, between the articles online, between Between just the abundance of information that's coming out, between the thousands of doctors that are like, yo, <laughs> our response is a bit much here, and not just a bit much, this response was way, way, way overboard. You got people, plus you got the, the deep platforming of anybody who questions the stories, either acting quick, unlike previous I want to use the term previous previous events in which the official story could be bullshit people had years before they figured it out now people are figuring it out in months if not a month so now they have to try and debunk that shit quick. And I don't know if it's working as well as it. I don't know if it's working that well. It's hard to form your entire worldview around CNN in a 2020 world. We know what CNN's about, we know what NBC's about, we know what... And most of them are... beefing... each other... in the attempt to beef Trump. So that takes precedence. And then you have these various stories like so-and-so was arrested. What do they know? So and so. It's like there's just is this so many distractions, but in the distractions, if you ignore the distractions, and you go searching for. This reality that I'm currently in, what exactly is happening here? You get normal people asking questions like, what the fuck is this? What the fuck is this thing I'm experiencing? So, which leads me to what I was going to talk about next, which is 
this whole mask thing. I got my mask. So I can go in the store. It's absurd, but like if this mutating death virus, this mask ain't gonna do shit, but we believe so. Because you've been told to believe so. And when you're told to believe something by officials, it holds weight. One second. Thank you. So, take this fucking mask off. Make sure I'm still recording. Yep. Let's be clear on something though. If you're gonna walk into a nursing home, you best be wearing a mask. If you're walking into a daycare, you best be wearing a mask. But the vast majority of things we do in society, I don't subscribe to mask theory. like or maybe even the bus and even the bus is iffy because it's like the windows ain't open <laughs> like you're touching shit i'm more concerned about the hand sanitizer and washing of hands and shit than the mask
It's also funny when you see global leaders suddenly all take, not global leaders even, premiers, presidents, prime ministers suddenly being like, okay, I'm wearing a mask. <laughs> it's like, after all these months, you had all these press conferences where everybody was required to wear a mask. You yourself weren't wearing one. The people around you who were not six feet away from you weren't wearing one. What's this shit? <laughs> What's this shit with... What's this shit with y'all not being able to wear masks? Or not giving a shit about wearing masks? But everybody else is expected to some extent to wear a mask. I mean, that was policy. I walked in somewhere, forgot the mask. They asked me, oh, if you don't have a mask, I'm like, shit. Go in my pocket, no mask. They still serve me. I went in somewhere else out of face rag. <laughs> you know what? I forgot the mask. I think I got a third mask. See, this is the thing. I got for all my fuck masks. And it's not really fuck masks, it's just. Don't be so quick to believe. What they tell you in regards to health. They've been wishy-washy on this thing for months. Now they're finally settling on masks. I got a few designer masks coming. I got one plain mask. I got one camel mask. And then I got one, some other mask coming. I think it's a BLM mask. And it's like... I have them more as a, as a statement of fashion. <laughs> and again, but Bob's 67. Is she immunocompromised? I mean, anybody, anybody above 60s theoretically immunocompromised, you know what I mean? So, technically, yes. But, I wear that mask when approaching a place. She don't even wear a mask. <laughs> like, they've Well, she has to wear one now because you can't get into places without one. But this whole concept of some people wear a mask, some people don't. Depending on your age, you do.
depending on your age, you don't. Sorry, I'm just checking if I was still recording. Now kids are, first kids couldn't get it, now kids, then kids get Kawasaki. Now, now they're just saying kids can get it, period. But yeah, but it's like, you gotta look bigger than the disease. What would necessitate a shutdown of the world? And I'm not no economist. I'm just a guy who observes things. What would necessitate a global shutdown of the world? If not to slow the roll on a already floundering economic system. Why would you need to lay all these people off? What is 50 million people, 51 million people laid off imply? What does 4 million people laid off imply? And then God knows the rest of the world. Or the rest of the world, not places like Latin America and, and Africa where people are always unemployed, but like, you know what country I'm talking about. <laughs> you know, Norway, Finland, and so on and so forth. What necessitates? I wonder what their unemployment rates are like. They already don't have that many people. Anyway, that's off the point. Point is, let's just focus on North America. You got all these people unemployed. You tell them stay in your house. Many of them don't have the ability to work from home. Some can. I can, to an extent. And then you throw in this mix of war on racism in the middle of it all. So people go outside. People go outside. There's not much of a spike in any cases. But then suddenly, unrelated, unrelated to that, you have, if you pay attention to that news, which I try not to, Marty, you have X number of people you pick a three-digit number and then type it in Google. So-and-so have this many cases. <laughs> Psyop. Bizarro world. Bizarro land. And we're all just actors in this play.
Like nothing, like I said, nothing on TV beats what's happening right now. Black Lives Matter sign still here. Yep. It's <laughs> funny. So you have this. Oh yeah, the bailouts. So the two point three trillion dollar bailouts to companies. Hmm, I wonder what year that reminded you of. 2.3 trillion in bailouts. 1,200 for each American. Two grand a month for each Canadian. It's funny how Canada has to acknowledge that shit. They're like, okay, so, and then The two grand essentially spits in the face of social assistance, which is it's saying that we know your expenses are at the very least of two grand. But social assistance will give you what like I don't know what it is, like five hundred or some shit or six, seven hundred. So we know that, but we're giving you two grand. Then you have this wage subsidy, which employers are not taking up because they don't want to take up. They don't want to pay out 75% of the, the wages. Wait, how does it work? Sorry, one second. Yeah. Employers will have to put out 70, 75% of wages the government covers 25%. In a time when people aren't really buying a lot of shit Employers are not finding it justifiable to rehire, pay 75%, and go along with this wage subsidy. And they have to extend it to December. <laughs> like, what? December? <laughs> Isn't that when wave three is supposed to come? So you got wave three coming and they're extending this wage subsidy all the way till then, implying that you're going to need this shit because when wave three hits, you're going to be in a similar position then as to what you are in now. My 
my friend said if this goes on until 2022 I'm killing myself it was a joke but I actually have to watch that because they're the type that get depressed easily and shit so I gotta watch that 2022 <laughs> fuck if this goes till 2022 and it will the repercussions of this will be 2020 2025 <laughs> you know what I mean oh man anyway I'm back at the spot wasn't the best of nights, so I'll talk to y'all later. Peace.